One of the things that I hear a lot of women talking about, particularly as they start to step out of that really young kids phase and into their 40s, into that perimenopause period is, I just don't feel like myself anymore, or they just want to feel like their old selves again. And we can often put that down to things like hormonal change or weight gain or simply the aging process. But I actually think there is a whole lot more to it than that. And yeah, as we move into a new phase in our lives, or we just simply watch those birthdays passing by, for sure it gets us thinking about these things. And of course, changes to our bodies are a really tangible way to identify that something is changing within us. But it's when we can start to get under the surface of all that, that we can start to feel really, really connected with ourselves again, and with the things that actually make us happy. So today, I want to dive in into this by asking you a few questions about where you are right now, where your values lie and what is truly, truly important to you. Because once you can start to answer those, that is when the magic really starts to happen. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Hello there and welcome back to the podcast for another brand new episode. Now, today's episode is kind of born out of the therapeutic coaching course that I'm doing at the moment. Now, I talked about this a couple of weeks back and I'm already learning so, so much. And one of the aims really for me in doing this diploma is to help women to feel more connected with themselves because I know for sure that when we can do this, when we can acknowledge what really drives us, what's really important to us, and also what might be missing for us right now, we can definitely get a lot closer to the stuff that helps us to lead a really, really good life. And this is all about something called congruency. So essentially, congruency is when you know deep down what really matters to you and you're living your life in a way that actually matches up to that. But of course, when the way that we're living our lives doesn't quite match up to what really, really matters to us, then that's where we can get this sense of disconnect, where we feel like something is missing or life maybe isn't turning out quite as we'd expected, or we're feeling a bit lost or stuck and we don't really know which way that we need to turn. And that can be such an easy place to arrive at in our lives, can't it? We can spend years and years and years attending to the needs of others so that when we actually get to a place where we can take even a small step back, we start to wonder what what's going on? What is it that I actually want? Why do I not feel quite like I expected to? Why do I feel disconnected with ourselves? So we can definitely arrive at a place in our lives when we feel like that, particularly if we've, you know, brought up small children, they're maybe getting a bit older and we've kind of, we've disappeared into that that phase, that haze, whatever you want to call it for several years. And then we come out the other end of it feeling like, oh, what just happened? 
it may also be that we've never really asked ourselves what it is that we want, what it is that's actually important to us. And we might even feel selfish for asking that question because we have all been conditioned, haven't we, to feel like looking after others and putting them first is our most important job. Then let's add to that the world of social media and the world that is around us. Now, I love myself a little bit of social media, but it does have a flip side where we can feel a bit bombarded with those messages of what we should be doing, how we should look, what should be important to us. And of course, within all of that, you know, the looking after everybody else's needs, the being really busy for a really long time, the world around us giving us certain messages, social media telling us what should be important to us and how we should look. Of course, we can lose a sense of ourselves. We can lose a sense of who we are. We can lose a sense of what is actually important to us. And that can leave us feeling really, really disconnected. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to ask you five questions. And when you start to answer these questions, they are going to start to give you a bit more clarity. They're going to help you to connect a bit more closely with yourself. Now, I'm not saying that these are all the questions. There are probably other questions that we can be asking, but I know for sure that if you can start to answer these five, it is going to give you more clarity and you'll start to discover a little bit more about what you might want to start bringing more of into your life, uh, what you might want to start moving towards as well. Before we do that, though, I want to talk a little bit about what congruency looks like to me because I think sometimes this stuff can feel a little bit, what's the word, a bit woolly, right? We don't quite know what that might look like for us. So I think that by sharing what it looks like to me, it might help to jog you a little bit. It might help to get your cogs wearing a little bit. Now, I'm by no means claiming when I talk about all of this, that I'm doing all of these things right now, or that I'm prioritising them to the extent that I should be. But I also know that these are the things that I pretty much need to have in my life in order to feel good and to feel like I'm actually living life on purpose rather than life is just happening to me. And I do try and prioritise these as much as I possibly can. As always, this is not about perfection. This is not about saying you have to do all of these things. You have to do them every single day or else. But it's about acknowledging actually what is it that really, really, really is important to me? What is it that I need in order to be at my very best? And how can I move gradually towards those things, things that I'm still working on? So these are the things that I need to have in my life to feel congruent, to feel like I'm connected with myself. The first one is time by myself. This has always been and will always be really, really important to me. Now, I've been through a lot of stages in my life where I didn't feel like I particularly had that, especially when the kids were little and you always had a small child, even when you went to the toilet or was a small child following you or shouting for you or needing you or wanting you. So time by myself isn't something I've always had. And also time by myself is something that there probably was a time when I felt like I shouldn't want that. Like I should want to be around other people. I should want to be social all the time. I should be up and happy and, you know, chatty and talkative and all of those kind of things. And then there came a time when I realised that when I tried to do that, I, it just wore me out, quite frankly. It wore me out. And so time by myself is something that I have added more and more and more over the years. One of the ways that I've done that is through my work. Now, I used to, back in the day, literally 
drop the kids at school on a Monday morning, go straight to my first PT session, do PT all day Monday, all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, and classes as well I was doing. And then by Wednesday afternoon, I would be absolutely worn out, knackered, and I'd still have to get through Thursday and Friday, still doing the same thing. And eventually I realised that this was not serving me. Now, I don't get me wrong, I like being with other people. I like being with my PT clients. I have, what's the word, curated, that's the word, isn't it? I've curated my list of PT clients so that it feels really good and I enjoy working with the people that I work with. But I can't do that five days a week. So now Monday and Tuesday, I work at home on my own. I'm doing this on a Monday, for example. So this is me at home on my own Monday, Tuesday. That's what I do. I have time to myself. I make sure I have time to myself at the weekends. I make sure I have time to myself in the afternoons. You know, I make sure that I absolutely create that for myself. So that is really, really important. And and the wheels start to come off. When I don't have enough of that, the wheels start to come off, right? The second thing that I need to have, nurturing and luxurious experiences. Very, very important to me. I like myself a good massage. I like a lovely spa day. Now, am I getting enough of these in my life at the moment? Probably not but it's definitely one of the things that I'm working towards. I'm putting aside a little bit of money each week so that I can have a spa day every few months because I had one probably about six months ago and I was like, I need more of this in my life. (laughs) So I was like, right, every week I'm going to put aside a little bit of money, like 10, 15 quid a a week is going to go into a little space in my bank account and I am going to collect that together and I'm going to go and I'm going to have myself a spa day. And those things are really important to me. Uh, I love to just have that those luxurious experiences around me. So that is something that I try and include more. Learning. This, I have to have. I have to always be learning something. Now, at the moment, I'm obviously doing this therapeutic coaching uh, diploma, which is amazing and is going to be a year long. So I think that'll be enough <laughs> in terms of learning for the next year. But even if I'm not doing a program or a course, I'm listening to podcast episodes, I'm reading books, I'm doing something that means that I keep learning. Now, I do have obviously this this massive subject area that I am really passionate about. And so there's always something new to learn. And I think it's one of the reasons that I chose this, this business, this career, because I love learning about it. But yeah, that has to be in my life. That has to be in my life. My fitness, health and well-being. This is so, so important. This was important when my kids were babies and it's important now. And I will absolutely make time for that stuff. Whatever else is going on in my life, I know, again, the wheels start to fall off if I'm not looking after myself. I'm also more productive, more energised, all of those kind of things when I'm doing that, when I'm doing my workouts, when I'm taking some time out, when I'm doing my meditations and things like that everything else feels better when I'm doing that. So that absolutely has to happen. Relationships with my kids, my husband, my friends, you know, this is something that is is really high on my priority list and something that I have to nurture. Um, it's maybe harder with <laughs> my kids the age they are, because they come home, they go to their bedrooms, and that's the last I see of them until maybe dinner time. But I try, we try and go out and do things at the weekends and stuff like that. The husband relationship, one I'm also working on, you know, again, we've come out of of the the haze of those kind of younger kids years. And now it's like, oh, okay, 
we can actually go, go out without them sometimes. And we can have a bit of time that's just the two of us. So let's do more of that. So definitely doing more of that. And then with my friends as well. Like, yeah, I love time by myself. I'm an introvert by nature, but I need to see my friends every now and again. And I don't have to live in their pockets. I don't have to see them all the time. I need to see somebody every couple of weeks. You know, that is really important to me. Having a purpose to how I make a living. Obviously, this one is big for me, right? Because I I need to know or I need to feel like I am making a difference. I need to feel like the work that I do has a purpose. And for sure, I feel like that every single day, every single day. And, you know, one of the things that gets talked about a little bit, so you know, one of the things that I will always do is I will always make sure that I have some sort of community around me of other women who are building their businesses as well. Having that community, having that support is really, really important to me as, as I do what I do. And one of the things we always talk about is, you know, what what are the aspects of your work that you would do even if you weren't getting paid for them? Now, this podcast is one of them. You know, I don't actually, of course, I don't actually get paid to do this podcast. <laughs> um, so I do this in spite of that, I do this because I love doing it. I love doing it. You know, like I say, learning is high for me. So I want to share that. I want to share that with people. So having that purpose is really, really important. It gets me through the bits that maybe I, do, I want to do less of, the admin bits and the bits that feel a bit like, oh God, do I have to do this today? Right. I get through that because I know that I get to come and do my podcast. I get to go and create a new program. I get to go into my groups and, you know, talk to, oh, I put that in inverted commas, obviously I'm, I'm um, you know, texting or, or typing into groups. I'm not talking to people as such, but, you know, I'm conversing with my clients in those groups, right? Those things are the things that give me purpose that I really, really enjoy. So that is also important. And I think the final thing is creating freedom within my life. And again, this this is like at the foundation of everything that I do. Am I going to create freedom with this? Yes. Amazing. This is what I need. And again, having my own business, being able to be in charge of my own hours, all of those kind of things, they create freedom for me. Now, do I still sit here and work Monday to Friday? Yeah, I do. Because I love what I do and I'm really enjoying it. But I have freedom around that. I have a sense of freedom in what I choose to do. I have a sense of freedom in what programs I choose to create, all those kind of things. So I've, I create freedom within my life and that is really important to me as well because if I feel hemmed in, it's not good. It is not good. So that's what congruency looks like to me. So that probably has already jogged you to think, oh yeah, that, that makes sense, that makes sense, that makes sense. But what can happen is that we can, we can know that these are the things that are important to us. We can know that this is how we feel like ourselves and how we feel good in our lives, but we don't necessarily take action on them. But what I'm going to do next is I'm going to ask you these questions, right? These are questions that you can ask to help you discover your congruency list or whatever you want to call it, and that you can start taking action on. Because it's all very well and good knowing, right? But we need to actually start taking action on. So what are these five questions? So first of all, question number one, what is motivating you right now? And is it extrinsic or intrinsic? Now, what I mean by that is that a lot, an awful lot of women come to me worrying about their weight, worrying about what they look like, worrying that they need to look better, focusing on a particular aesthetic. And that becomes the reason that they 
eat the way they do, that they exercise the way they do, um, and all of those kind of things. Now, there's nothing wrong with that being part of the equation. Absolutely not. But the problem comes when that is the only thing that we think about, when our, you know, the things that we do for our health and well-being become centred around how we look and the external, the extrinsic. And when we're constantly motivated by the extrinsic, it can feel very disconnecting. We can feel very disconnected from ourselves. So being more motivated by what we actually feel inside by the intrinsic, how do I feel? What's my energy like? How do I feel about myself today? What are my confidence levels like? All of those kind of things. Those are the things that will connect you to yourself. If you're constantly looking at a number on the scales or a dress size to validate you and to make you feel good, then I promise you're always going to feel disconnected. There's always going to be a sense of, what's the word? A sense of not feeling at your best, I suppose. So, what's motivating you and it's not it's not just about weight and what you look like like extrinsic things can be all sorts of things they can be status symbols like cars like the things that you own what your house looks like or you know all of those things extrinsic things that you're like how will somebody else judge me on this that is that essentially is the thing if if you're worrying about what somebody else is going to think of you and you want something because you think that it will um, increase your status and make you look better those things can be quite alienating whereas when you're looking at how do I actually feel how do I want to make this this home feel homely and cozy and safe right then you're focusing on the intrinsic right so have a think about that what is what is it that is mostly motivating you right now and does that need to maybe shift a little bit question number two are you listening to what's actually important to you we are often hung up on things which are urgent but not important, right? And we spend our entire lives attending to that and putting the less urgent but very, very important things at the back of the line and then wondering why we're out of sorts because we spent all day long, all week long rushing around attending to the urgent but not actually important things and the important but not urgent things are languishing. They're not happening. We're not attending to them and then we feel we don't feel like ourselves anymore. Fitness is a classic example, isn't it? I'm too busy taking the kids here, there and everywhere. I'm too busy doing the washing. I'm too busy tidying up. I'm too busy cleaning. I'm too busy, too busy, you know, with this project at work. On the go, on the go, on the go, on the go. Because they all feel urgent. They all feel like they need to be attended to right this moment. And then we're like, oh, didn't do a workout again this week. Wonder why I feel rubbish. <laughs> so that happens a lot. And we know it's important. We're like, this is really flipping important. And so many women that I talk to will be like, yeah, my fitness, my wellness is really, 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 really important to me, but I'm just not doing it because we're attending to the urgent but not important. So how can we, you know, flip that? How can we change that? And I think sometimes it feels like in order to attend to those things that are really important, like our well-being and our fitness and all of that, that it has to become top priority every day. In fact, somebody said to me the other day, oh, I need I need a little bit of time out because I need to reach a, a point in my life where I feel like my well-being can come top of the priority list. And I sort of said, you know, it doesn't have to be top of the priority list. It just has to appear on there somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in your day. And I think that's what stops us because we're like, well, either I do all of the urgent things or I do the non-urgent things and then none of the urgent things happen. But we can absolutely have 
a healthy balance of those two things. And I think that's the thing, it's finding that healthy balance between the two. So question number two, are you really listening to what's actually important or is it just the urgent things that you're attending to all the time? Question number three, are you living on purpose or are you just letting life happen to you? So does it feel like you have literally no control? Does it feel like you have to say yes to certain things? Do you feel like you're under pressure to attend to everybody else's needs before your own? Do you often put your needs and feelings about things to the bottom of the list because it feels selfish for wanting something for yourself? Um, I think a lot of us could answer yes to a lot of those questions. (laughs) And then, of course, we feel disconnected because we're not living on purpose. We're just letting life happen to us. We feel like it's inevitable that we have no control. It's inevitable that we end up looking after everybody else and never looking after ourselves. And we feel frustrated with that as well. We feel frustrated, but then as soon as we think about putting ourselves higher up the list, we're like, oh no, I feel guilty about that. I feel selfish. Can't do that. It's selfish to go and do a workout. It's selfish to go and, you know, lie down on my bed for half an hour by myself with nobody bothering me. And so we end up going round and round and round and round in circles because we don't feel like we have any control. But I promise you, you do. You get to make choices. Of course, there's lots of things that happen in our lives that we don't necessarily have control over. Of course not. But there's also an awful lot that you do have control over. And it's being able to to sit back and say, well, look, if I was living my life on purpose, what are those things? What are those things that are actually important to me? And how do I gradually start to bring those into the mix? And again, getting that healthy balance. Right, question number four. How connected are you to your body or do you spend a lot of time living in your head? Now, I am a thinker. (laughs) I am somebody whose brain never stops worrying. I remember back in the day before we'd even had kids and I would be really worrying about something. I must say, well, just stop thinking about it then. And I'm like, pardon? (laughs) It's not actually possible to do that, right? And so that chatter in our heads is going a million miles an hour. We're always thinking and reasoning and planning and, you know, oh, I've got to do that and I've got to do that and I've got to do that. You know, we're just, we're, we're functioning on what's next on the list, what's next on the list, what's next on the list. We're living in our heads all the time and we're not actually taking any time to feel what's going on in our bodies. How often do you actually connect to your body? How often do you slow down enough to go, oh, how's this feeling in my body? Where am I feeling this in my body? What's that feeling like? So I think that's really, really important that we do that because of course we don't feel connected with ourselves if our brain is going at a million miles an hour all the time. Now, like I say, that's my brain. That's what happens. But every now and again, I'll just take that deep breath. I'll drop down into my body and I'll have to think about where am I feeling something Yeah. Am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling that in my chest? Am I feeling something in my tummy? How does my body feel? Does it feel light? Does it feel heavy? And it's not to necessarily do anything about it straight away, but it's just recognising how is this feeling in my body? And we're often a bit rubbish about allowing ourselves to feel things, aren't we? Like, I don't want to have feelings and thoughts because then I go on this spiral and, you know, I have to sort that out. (laughs) So we just keep thinking, 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 thinking. So how can you spend more time in your body. You know, slowing down, doing meditation, doing yoga. Like I say, taking a second, just deep breath, drop down into your body every now and again. That is going to help you to connect to yourself. That is going to help you to connect to how things are feeling. You know, if somebody has asked you to do something and you just said yes without thinking, how does that feel in your body? You know, and sometimes it'll be like, oh, 
I feel resentment for that. I've just said yes to something. I'm resenting that already. That's not good. How will that inform how I react to that situation in the future? So really, really important. And then the last question is, what what is actually important to you? And is that matching up to the way that you're living your life? Because I promise you, if these things are a million miles from each other, then you're going to need to start bringing them that little bit closer. How can you start to do that? How can you start to bring those things closer together? Because honestly, a lot of women that I work with will tell me in one breath, oh, fitness is so important to me, really important to me that I have a regular routine and, you know, I want to be fit and strong for my kids. And by the way, it's also okay to be fit and strong just for you as well. Um, And then in the next breath telling me, oh no, I was too busy. I was too busy to do my homework this week. I was too busy to do that workout. And when we do this consistently with lots and lots of areas of our lives, it's no wonder that we feel disconnected, is it? When we say, yes, this is important to me. But then we live our lives in a way that says, no, actually, this is not important to me. This is not important. And that's how we end up feeling disconnected because we are not, the way that we live our life is not matching up to the things that we say are important. So how can you start to bring those things a little bit closer together? How can we make that into something that is more nourishing to us, I suppose? Yeah. How can we start to feel more nourished by the actions that we take rather than hurried and stressed and overwhelmed and anxious? Because that's the way a lot of us live our lives is in that place rather than what is going to nourish me? What is it that I actually need today? If I have 10 minutes, 15 minutes to do something for myself, what is the thing that I need the most right now? Because then, then you start to feel more connected with yourself. You start to create more calm. You start to reduce your stress because you are looking after the things that are important. And in all of this, it's about the healthy balance, the healthy balance between those two things, because life is going to happen. Stuff is going to go on. We're going to need to do certain things. There are certain things that we're not going to want to do. And that's fine. That's part of life. And I'm not saying we dump all that and we just live in this utopian world where everything's amazing all the time. But we need to sometimes think about how we can bring those things closer together. How do we match up more to what's actually important to us? Now, these are questions that you might never have even asked yourself. And I know that you're not going to suddenly decide what's important in one day, in you know one 20-minute podcast, and then start doing it all the time. But that's not really the plan, is it? The first step is always awareness. So the awareness that if you are feeling like something is missing or you're a bit disconnected or you just are stressed a lot, you feel like stress is such a big part of your life, then it's really important that you start to connect to yourself, to what you actually want and to what's actually important to you. And like I say, this can feel weird at the start. We're not used to asking questions like this. We're not used to giving ourselves the luxury of appearing a little bit higher on our own lists. But if we can start to give ourselves that, if we can start to narrow the gap between what really matters and what what we're doing to match that, then I promise that you can find more peace within yourself. You can start to feel better. You can start to reduce stress and anxiety. You can start to slow down those nonstop thoughts. And wouldn't that be a totally, totally amazing thing? So take some time to go through those questions and come back to them and get thinking about where you sit within all of that right now. Start to make that list. What is important to you? What does congruency look like for yourself? What does it feel like 
when you feel connected? What are the things that you're doing when you feel connected to yourself? Start feeling into that. Give yourself a little bit of time to just step back and, and mull it over over the next few days. Start to make that list. And when you've got the list, you can start to narrow the gap. You can start to narrow the gap between where you are right now and where you would like to be. And you can start to create more connection again. So with all of that said, I'm going to love you and leave you. And I will see you back here again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chick Fit, and I'll see you again next time.